0: Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my co host and good friend, Ananga Sevier. This is episode 632. This week we're responding to a question from our private Facebook group about feeling tired and low after anxiety. Is there such a thing as an anxiety hangover? It seems anytime I have a high anxiety event, it's followed by days of feeling tired and my mood is really low. I just wondered if this is. A me thing, or if this is common? What a great
1: question. Yeah. And it's not a you thing, it's an anxiety thing. I've definitely experienced this. And to this day, if I have a stressful event, I will feel very tired afterwards. And I think it's an important thing to learn about and know how to take care of.
0: When we experience heightened anxiety, the body and mind are under a lot of strain, and this is where those physical symptoms, along with all kinds of fears and scenarios racing through our minds, this is where all this is playing out, and when there's a break in the anxiety, and then the stress hormones drop, we crash, and we feel
1: exhausted. Yeah, it's a good description, anxiety, hangover. Sometimes I um, will describe it as an adrenaline drop where you've got more adrenaline in your body and you're kind of going and coping and dealing with things. And when that stops, you become exhausted. I've certainly had it where if I've been dealing with something stressful, I will find myself just wanting to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And it used to be something that would concern me or I would feel like, you know, what's what's wrong with me? I can't stay awake. But I would fall asleep so quickly. It was like a switch being flicked. I would just instantly crash. And then I realized no, this is like some kind of emotional exhaustion. And um, it's something we need to meet with care and with understanding. When you consider everything that's going on in the body and in the mind with anxiety and how much, how many symptoms we get and how, you know, we can get that jolt where we feel sick to our stomach or our legs feel weak or our arms feel weak. We feel like all the strength's gone out of us or we feel shaky, it's not surprising that we might feel tired and low in the days following a heightened event. Can you talk a little bit
0: about Ayurveda's teaching on collapsing into a low mood?
1: Yeah, this is something that I found really helpful in my own life to understand this, is sometimes in Ayurveda, when we feel low or depressed, it's described as through a loss of energy. Like if we've been really running at a certain pace and we become depleted, our nervous system becomes exhausted, we can fall into a low mood. We fall into a place of low energy. So it's not just that our body becomes exhausted, our mind becomes exhausted. And from that place, it is vulnerable to lower moods and fear and loss of motivation and loss of hope, and it comes from a place of being really wrung out, just being overexerted and overtired. And over time, that has its effect on us. So it gives another insight into ways that the mind can become low and depleted. And uh, it's something I experienced a few years ago after a really difficult house move and quite a stressful situation, where I found myself feeling really low at a time when I felt that I was. Going to be moving myself into a better situation. And then I came to that understanding that it was just sheer exhaustion. And having witnessed you through that time, I can
0: say that you are so strong. And so many of, of those listening in are so incredibly strong. And you do so much and you can do the hard things. It's just this understanding that it is human nature after going through these challenges through these chapter changes through whatever it is that you're experiencing that there will be that time that you come down yeah that you do kind of huddle
1: right yeah and to accept that and to support it to be kind with it to know that that's part of how things work and i think there comes a point when being strong is to say i have to really look after myself
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have to protect my mental health. I have to protect my nervous system and that the fight we make is for that, which is a soft, a soft fight. But you know, sometimes we're in situations where we're having anxiety episodes that, um, they're happening, they're firing off and they're causing us extreme stress. And sometimes we're dealing with a life situations where we have to keep running to a point. I think the challenge is to turn to ourselves with kindness. As soon as we catch a break, okay, how can I support myself to recover from this and as well as I can? And what can I take? And we're going to talk about this later in this episode, but what can I take from this into future situations? What can I learn? Mm-hmm. There's always things we can learn of how we might do things differently in the future. And it's not saying that we didn't do it okay this time. We all do the best we can with what we're facing in the moment, but we can continue to learn and we can continue to adjust. But with anxiety, it's really important to be compassionate and be open to exploring alternatives and also to understand that it's such a huge event in the body. I think of anxiety in the body as being like a thunderstorm. It's a massive event with so much energy going on. And you know, sometimes in the night you hear a thunderstorm and you hear it roll out Mm -hmm. and it's, it's not overhead anymore, but you can still hear it rumbling and you still see the odd flash of lightning. And that can happen with anxiety too. Or you could think of it as like aftershocks with an earthquake because it's such a massive energy event in the body that it can have a bit of ongoing motion afterwards. And we might have some minor anxiety spikes afterwards. If we can understand that, we can keep them as minor anxiety spikes. Otherwise, when our mind gets involved, we might think, oh, my God, it's going to happen again. I'm going to have another big episode again. And as soon as the mind gets into that kind of thinking, we're helping it be a big event. So really important to educate ourselves Mm -hmm. about how these things work and how we can support ourselves.
0: And some of the ways that you can support yourself right at the top of the list is rest. Rest as much as you can, but while keeping your mind gently supported. And that means perhaps you're listening to some soothing music or a guided meditation, or you have some white noise. My friend, the fan that I sleep with <laughs> to, uh, to help me fall asleep, whatever that is, where you can really cocoon and care for yourself. And to let the people that you love know if you need an afternoon to rest and relax or whatever it is you need so that you don't have the additional worry about promises made or things you need to do or take care of in regards to your friends or family. It's also key to eat simple, nourishing meals that are easy to digest. And this is also when you want to avoid caffeine and sugar as much
1: as you can. Yeah. Anxiety takes energy away from our stomach and our digestive system. So as we're recovering from an episode, the energy in our digestive system is low. And digestion takes a lot of energy. I think I once read it can take about 60% of our energy. Sometimes when you eat a really big meal and um, you want to sleep afterwards so you just feel slow. When we've got those two things coming together, we've got anxiety that hinders our digestion and takes our energy away from it. And then we've got digestion, which takes a lot of energy in and of itself. Really helpful to eat simple, easy to digest meals. Keep hydrated, keep sipping warm water, eat nourishing soups or vegetable stews. If you're aware of a meal that you feel is really comforting and you don't feel tired after eating it, those are the kind of meals you want to go for. It's also
0: important that you get outside if you can. Take some walks, um, just slowly allow yourself to meander <laughs> where you know in the neighborhood where you live, just to move a little bit to release tension from your body. This isn't a, a big workout, you're not in a race, but to get outside, get some fresh air, sunshine if you're lucky and uh, some nice deep breaths. This is also a time to be incredibly kind to yourself. We want to eliminate as many expectations as possible. We don't want to be in a position of, I wish I could, I should have done this, I should have done that, because those expectations and disappointment, they only add to more stress, more strain, and fatigue. We all deserve to be sweeter to ourselves as we're recovering from whatever it is we're going through, whatever challenge we're facing.
1: Yeah, I think pairing that with acceptance too is important, isn't it? To meet the situation where it is, if we've been through a heightened anxiety experience and now we're tired, it is what it is. And if we're going to be impatient with ourselves and shudding all over ourselves and feeling that we you know, should be doing this or that, we're just going to exhaust ourselves further going to add to our own uncomfortable experience and fatigue. And actually what it does is it delays your recovery. It delays you being able to get back to what you feel you need to do. So as much as we can turn to ourselves with kindness and acceptance and understand that right now in this moment, this is what I'm dealing with. It won't be forever. It's temporary. And how well I meet it and what I learn from it could be very beneficial to my development, and my future recovery from anxiety. We really need to be compassionate.
0: It's also important that we protect our minds and nervous system from the news, from drama, from noise and violence. Ayurveda teaches that our nervous system responds to everything our senses bring into the mind. When you're already feeling low after about with anxiety, the last thing you need is more drama. This is when you want to invite calming sounds and scents and colors all around you and practice relaxing with them. Guided support here can be helpful as well.
1: Yeah, to shepherd the mind and hold the mind in a safer place. It's very easy once we're exhausted to start ruminating. And start worrying about ourselves. If there's something really wrong with us, we might even question our sanity or question our performance down the line. We might start, you know, worrying that we might not be able to hold down a job. All kinds of stuff can happen when the mind is tired and low. It's very vulnerable. So guided support is really helpful because it holds the mind occupied gently in a healing way and it stops it chewing over on itself and in connection to that, doing something daily that rests and supports your nervous system, both for recovery from a heightened anxiety event and for supporting general long-term anxiety is really helpful. It's helpful in both cases. Um, so pick a, pick a guided practice, a breathing practice, a guided meditation, a yoga sequence, something that helps you feel actively that you're relaxing, choosing to relax and set aside a few minutes each day for that. And you might find
0: that getting support is something that speaks to you. So consider talking with a professional who can support you through understanding anxiety and can help you make changes to support your mental health.
1: Yeah, having that different perspective from somebody that's trained to support. And also it helps with accountability to holding us gently in a place where we can air our feelings and make the changes we need to make to feel feel more steady and feel like we're having a better experience with our life.
0: Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself is a lifelong process because we're always growing and changing. Each chapter of our lives comes with new experiences challenges, and more self-awareness. Therapy can help because sometimes we don't know what we want or understand why we react the way we do until we talk things through. A BetterHelp licensed therapist can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. The experience is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Simply fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Slayer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot slash Slayer. Before the break, we were talking about what helps when we're experiencing an anxiety hangover. Now we're going to segue to the opportunities that come from exhaustion.
1: Yeah, I think this is something that we rarely consider. It took me many years to find myself in a place where I Began to understand um, the peace and learning that I could find when I was really unwell. Initially, it came from um, challenges with my health, chronic health issues. And I found that in times where I was really in pain, to the point that I had to throw up a white flag and give up on whatever I was trying to do with the day and, and just prop myself up in bed and surrender to what was happening, in that Space, I found that there was a really quiet, contemplative place I could go to, which I would describe as being like the eye of the storm, the calm in the center of a storm. Um, And I felt so unwell that I felt I had complete permission to do that because nobody was going to get anything out of me on those days. So that was an interesting experience for me. And I, I could meditate peacefully in that place, even though I was feeling very unwell. And I found it a place where I could gain some understandings and really reflect and then think about making self-supporting changes. And uh, later that came to me through anxiety too, where we can think of anxiety as a messenger, as a teacher, rather than as a feared and cursed experience, just changing our experience with it. and when we have a heightened episode and we feel so tired and so exhausted afterwards to take the opportunity to reflect and see how we're doing and see where we might make some loving changes.
0: And some of the reflections that we can sit with are, am I taking good care of myself? Am I eating well? Am I making time to eat? Can I improve the quality of my rest and relaxation? Can I make my nest a little bit more comfortable? Am I contributing to my anxiety in some way? I've had an awareness recently how I can whip myself up into stress and anxiety so quickly And then when I'm in that space of reflecting about it, I just kind of scratch my head and go, why did I make that choice? Did I make that choice? Is that a habit? Where is that coming from that I wouldn't just be a little bit more, it is what it is. Now, what have I learned and where can I go from here? Versus that feeling that you can get you know, when you get maybe an email or a message or a voicemail or something that lands in a way that makes your stomach drop, Mm -hmm. or that somebody might say something that lands in a way that makes you feel a bit defensive, and then you can kind of just get yourself riled up. And I know I'm not alone in this, which is why I'm bringing it forward. It's like, oh, wait, wait a minute. I can learn how to respond to this rather than react to this. It takes practice, But I can go, oh, you know what? That's an old pattern. It would serve me better to take this in, take a breath, and then get curious about what's going on versus creating a story that may or may not be true. Yeah. This is where we can work on things, improve things, so that we
1: don't let that train leave the station. Yeah. And it's a really powerful stage of self-healing, that initial realization when we say, did I just make that worse for myself? Or have I spent my time and energy well there? It's an important inquiry. And again, to do it with kindness. I had this a few days ago where I was really tired and I was feeling a little bit low. Something had come up and, um, I didn't make the best choice I could have in self-care because I was too tired. <laughs> I just yeah. felt so tired. And then what I realized was just rest. It's okay. You're not going to do so much today. So make sure that what you're putting into your head is soothing, uplifting, gentle. Don't crank on yourself. Today's not a day for expectations. And I was pleased to say at the end of the day, i realized that I was able to be a lot more gentle with myself than I would have a few years ago. And I took that as the progress of the day. And it is, it is progress. Yeah. Yeah. I was kinder to myself. I didn't go to bed feeling disappointed or stressed or like there was more I could have. I knew I couldn't do any more with the day than the little I did other than rest. Mm -hmm. And I just went to bed with the gratitude for a comfortable bed and knowing that tomorrow was another day. Mm. When we get to that point where we can look and honestly say, and it's not a self-criticism and it's not something we need to feel self-defensive about when we can look and say, you know, is there something I could work on or improve? There's always something we can work on. And am I contributing to my anxiety in some way? Sometimes we are, often we are, because of the programs we've got running, it's not a flaw in us. It's just a great thing to be able to look at it and kindly say, oh, I could have done that. Differently. I hope I can note that and do that differently Mm -hmm. next time. Yeah. And some days we will, we'll do great with it. And some days we won't. Some days we'll mentally fall on our face. But that's how it is, too. We're all under a lot of influences and we're all under a lot of pressure. So sometimes we're going to do great and sometimes we're going to struggle. But so long as we can maintain a hopeful outlook, be compassionate to ourselves and think, well, I've always got the chance to learn and move forward in the future with this. Every moment, we have the choice to support ourselves. Mm, I love
0: hearing you say that. Thank you for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We're so grateful that you come back week after week. We invite you to get our guided relaxations for sadness and low energy from our emotional peace album. You can get this along with over 100 guided relaxations, tapping sessions, and teachings for calming anxiety on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Anxiety Slayer.